Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. We made it. Welcome to June. Summer's almost here. It's Friday, and it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, or in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a consultant for SMBs, a voice and a sounding board for business leaders, advocating on their behalf as well as their employees wherever I can. I believe strongly in sharing stories, providing perspective, and creating connection. So, every single Friday, you can find me right here on talkradio.myc doing just that, lending what's left of my mind and my voice to this live radio show where I interview SMB leaders as well as their trusted advisors. One thing that I've noticed over the years is that some of the best thought leadership for SMBs actually happens on Friday, right about the time we feel that freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're all so anxious to start the weekend, myself included. These crucial pearls of wisdom, they're often overlooked, they're forgotten gotten, they're swept under the rug in favor of our fun weekend activities and our freedom from work. Here on the show, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity. We discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders as well as their trusted advisors. Once again, the name of the show, not just to play on words, my last name means free in German, so little tidbit out there for everybody. Today's episode of Always Friday is brought to you by SDA Wealth Strategies, a boutique financial services firm located in Hudson Valley, New York, offering personal wealth management and comprehensive business solutions for its clients. SDA stands for Simplifying Financial Lives, Designing Financial Strategies, and Advocating to Implement Them. SDA offers a concierge experience for individuals and businesses. The firm's highest priority, always their client's best interest, while empowering them to be consciously proactive and to thrive today, tomorrow, and beyond. To learn more, visit SDAWealthStrategies.com. I hope everyone had a great Memorial Day weekend. And for those of you wondering out there, I did survive another dance recital watching my daughters at the New Jersey State Theater. I make jokes about it, but this event is always a huge production every year. My daughters, their fellow dancers, and the dance school, they really put in a tremendous amount of effort to make it all happen. As luck would have it, our special guest today is someone who can relate to some huge productions. So let's dive into this thing. Today's show is all about self-made strategies for SMBs. Entrepreneurs have trusted advisors and attorneys to help counsel them as they grow and scale their business ventures. Most SMBs don't just want somebody who's going to help them draft and review contracts. They want to work with someone who's focused on providing long-term value for the life of their company. Today, we're going to hear from somebody who wears many hats, but they all come from a place of looking at the big picture. This master of his craft helps his clients learn new things while finding ways to to innovate and work smarter. He's notorious for pushing past the limits, bringing aspiration and creativity to any project that he works on. Talk is cheap. We know that. We're on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be about talk. The goal here, we want to use the insight on the SMB landscape and create more impact on Monday morning. It's far too often these days where businesses are focused on the product that's going to solve all of their problems. The shiny new mousetrap, the magic wand. One thing that I see out there every single day Products change in everything that we do, both personal and business. There's no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first and keeping focus on a good process that's going to help you achieve your goals. You do that, the right products will be there when you need them. Everything begins and ends with the people. So... In the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, I'm very excited for our show here today. I hope we get it all in. If not, we're going to have to have you back to talk about everything that you do. Our very special guest is none other than Tony Lopez, managing partner at Lopez Law, host and producer of the Self-Made Strategies podcast, chief vision officer and co-founder of CollegeCast LLC. Tony wears many hats, as you guys can hear, podcaster, practicing attorney, mad managing partner at his own law firm an adjunct professor of intellectual property law and entertainment law at Temple University's Fox School of Business. Tony counsels individuals, business owners, and entrepreneurs on matters relating to business and succession planning, estate planning and administration, buy-sell agreements, mergers and acquisitions, and intellectual property protection. Tony also started the Self-Made Strategies podcast to add value to entrepreneurs by providing a knowledge base of entrepreneurial information for the entrepreneurs who are looking to grow. Since launching the Self-Made Strategies podcast, Tony has also produced 
Post, a new podcast for nonprofit organization. Today is a good day. The mission of today is a good day to provide per- personal and financial support for families who experience the neonatal intensive care unit or the NICU. Great mission there. Founder and chief vision officer at CollegeCast in his spare time, a company on a mission to empower student voices. This platform helps students create, develop, and produce their own media and entertainment businesses. Tony is passionate about personal branding, growth hacking, as he calls it, and is an avid polymath, always focused on how to improve himself and how to help other individuals in his social and professional circles, help them to grow. Again, always looking at the big picture, passion for entrepreneurship, media production, and podcasting can be traced back to the day he handed in his last final at Rutgers Law in 2014. I'm going to let him tell you guys all about that in just a moment. Tony's the man, one of few people who can probably have more difficulty than me explaining to folks how many projects he's working on in an average week. As always, we're going to discuss my favorite three questions. Who's your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Joining us from his home base in the city of brotherly love, Tony, welcome to Always Friday, brother. Great to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Tony, it takes a lot these days, especially for someone to make my head spin. So congratulations. (laughs) I'm blown away by the number of things that you're doing and how synchronistic everything really is. So let's get down to it. Talk to everybody about the founder's journey. How'd you get where you are today? Well, um, I, that's a a long story. You probably don't have the airtime for us to get that all in, but, uh, (laughs) you know, I went to, uh, let's see, going back, I was an automotive technician before undergrad. Uh, and decided then to go back to school, get a, a degree, um, ended up in business school, got a pre-law sort of business background degree, decided to go to law school, got my law degree. Um, and the rest is history, as they say. What else is there to say about it, I guess? But uh, no, you know, the the goal was always to kind of develop a knowledge base so that I could help clients in business, particularly business owners, founders, medium to large size organizations with growth planning, entrepreneurship, those headaches that you have at the kitchen table when you're running your own small to medium sized business, help to provide solutions that get you there. Um, And, you know, it's been a pretty good journey, empowering in many ways for myself and hopefully for a lot of the clients that I've helped along the way and continue to do that on a daily basis. Yeah, man. I, I, in my world, I've dealt with tons of attorneys and not only the, the number of practice areas that you really cater to and how they cater to the entrepreneurial SMB community is, is great. But, you know, going in the direction of, of production and doing your own podcast and doing podcasts on behalf of businesses that you've worked with. I mean, I don't I don't like to call it a, a jack of all trades. I like how you put it to me. You're a Swiss army knife of different services, especially around the legal world. But, you know, talk to us a little bit about where, you know, you've you've blended everything in the in the production side of things to to your to your law firm and to the other ventures that you have. Yeah, I mean, the production stuff is really more of started as a passion of mine. One of my best friends, uh, Michael Leary, who runs 115 Films. Uh, kind of took me under his wing early on and and let me come on to a lot of productions and kind of learn the ropes um, on different projects. And, you know, it was just like it was developed a bug and itch I had to scratch and just continue to go back to it. Um, and every time that I'm away from it for small periods of time, I get sucked back in one way or the other. So love being involved in productions, whether it's acting as production counsel, you know, helping out with legal issues that are associated with pulling off a a film or a bigger project like that, or being, you know, behind the camera and helping with production related uh, objectives. That, That itch that I had to scratch led to me starting my own podcast in December of 2018, launching it in March of uh, 2019. Um, before the pandemic and before everyone else thought podcasting was, you know, a must have thing. Uh, as a matter of fact, I remember going to networking events and people just kind of looking at me like I had seven heads when I said I was starting a podcast and they're like, you're a lawyer. Why are you starting a podcast? That doesn't make any sense. And, uh, and now everyone has a podcast. So, um, I do find it to be a really particularly empowering medium. Uh, it's a great way to get your voice out there when it's structured properly and when it's developed properly. Uh, I think the the production issues are some of the issues that people struggle with. And that's kind of what's 
led to um, working on some of those productions, helping nonprofit organizations to develop their own podcasts as well, making their content more engaging for their target audience. Uh, and then to CollegeCast, inevitably, which was a result of sort of this amalgamation of teaching as an adjunct professor right at the beginning of the pandemic, seeing students uh, suffering from sort of this apprehension and anxiety about what to do with themselves when they graduate in the midst of a pandemic and potentially, you know, uh, the threat of another economic downturn. And just recognizing that myself and my two other co-founders, Michael Leary, that I mentioned is one, and then Nicole Stevenson, who's the director of the Society of Professional Women, she's the other. Um, the three of us kind of put our heads together and said, hey, you know, we all have varying networks, varying skill sets mm -hmm. that we can bring to students, help them through an experiential learning program to develop skills that'll be useful uh, in a world that's becoming increasingly more and more content driven, right? So, yeah. uh, I mean, the outlets for content are just, I mean, in the thousands at this point, right? You could distribute content on a variety of different platforms. So um, we saw that as an opportunity to really build those skills in individuals who need them. And now, you know, after facing some growing pains with CollegeCast as well, we're pivoting in a direction that's going to, again, combine some of these things where CollegeCast is going to start producing podcasts for nonprofit organizations in collaboration with them so that we can kind of kill two birds, birds with one giant boulder, if you will. <laughs> We're going to have to introduce you to my buddy Tommy D on Philanthropy and Focus, who's on right before me. So awesome. amplifying the message of messages of nonprofits all over the country. But yeah, it's, I can totally relate to this. You know, as many things as I've done and travels that I've had along the way, I feel like doing the show and, and doing podcasting is the thing that I get asked about, you know, by far and away. And, you know, I'm guilty as charged. I'm one of those who started it during the pandemic and just, you know, knew, knew that it was something that kind of had to be done. It's had it, had it on the list for a while, just, but just kind of said, if I, if it doesn't happen now, it's probably never going to happen. Right. So. I definitely applaud you for for getting things out there in a big way. It's very few and far between. Like I got to say, you're an anomaly. It's somebody who can you know, work on the legal side of things and provide strategy as far as contracts and negotiation, but then get behind the camera as well. I, I freaking love it. Yeah, thanks. So we're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back with Tony Lopez, managing partner at Lopez Law, host and producer of Self-Made Strategies podcast. Stay with us. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. And it's me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with my friend, Tony Lopez, lawyer, filmmaker, podcaster, producer. Is there anything this guy doesn't do? But before we dive into the method behind Tony's madness, just want to sit out by the fire pit for a moment, just give a quick perspective here. Many hats with a common purpose is definitely something that I'm familiar with, not to the extent that Tony is. You're talking about a lawyer with an LLM in tax, I might add. 11 different practice areas centered around entrepreneurs, adjunct professor at at Temple's Business School on Intellectual Property and Entertainment Law, which dovetails nicely into your passion for production from your own podcast, to producing one for today is a good day to college cast. You're even writing your own scripts for films and TV pilots. I get excited about production just talking to you. But you you are a go-to resource for business leaders to learn high-level entrepreneurial concepts and methods for success. As someone who's married to a lawyer, Tony, I know that could be a production all on its own. But all of your ventures seem to tie back to this very well, very well to this common purpose. I can relate as the SMB guy as I do wear a bunch of different hats that all come from a place of trying to be a kick-ass consultant, advocate, and geek translator on behalf of the businesses and the trusted advisors they work with. But let's dive into the method behind your madness. Being an attorney is one thing, but even on your law on your law firm site, you talk about personal branding and growth hacking as part of your strategy. So you know, lay it on us. Give us a little bit of the science behind what you do, what you do, how you do it, and how you go to market for it. Well, uh, yeah, great question. So I think, look, when you're trying to create something, and I talked to you about this when we were doing our prep call for this this show, um, you really need to look at things like a creative does, like an artist does, right? So one of the things that you need to do, and that's in part just quick step back, why I do so many things in production. Like you said, I'm writing a, a couple things on spec myself, just creatively. Trust me, you know, the first draft is is junk like anybody else's uh, <laughs> junk as their first draft. So not everything is glitz and glamour and not everything is always a success. So one of the first things you have to learn to deal with is failure, right? You need to learn to stumble. You need to learn to fall off that bicycle before you can get it up to speed and learn to ride it to be able to do the Tour de France. So don't focus on all of the, you know, sort of, goals and crazy aspirations, they're good to have, but you really got to focus on the process. That's really the most important part of anything is, are you doing the work? Are you putting the steps in play to be able to give yourself the opportunity to get to that pinnacle or to that precipice to whatever it is you're trying to get to? So an important part of that is maybe learning from others. And that can be through mentorship, that can be through audiobooks and just kind of, uh, you know, getting exposure to uh, individuals who have been there who are maybe, you know, two or three car lengths ahead of you. Um, And and that's really the key to it. I mean, any, any uh, classical artist or any, any creative that's ever made anything useful, you know, learns by copying the masters. So that's, that's sort of the next piece of the puzzle. And that's something that I've learned myself um, in doing the process. But subtextually, one of the big things is you cannot be a soloist. You will not be a virtuoso if you're a soloist. This yep. is, you know, you're not, you're not doing a guitar solo. And even a guitar soloist has a band around them that supports that guitar. So it leads up to the opportunity to be a good soloist. So you need a team of people around you. That was one of the, the most important lessons that I learned. Uh, I, I had a photography business for a very short period of time. Um, during undergrad. And in some ways it was successful. In other ways, it was, it was a failure and an important learning lesson for me um, in sort of this kind of uh, journey to where I am now. And that was, I was doing everything by myself. I was booking the gigs. I was going to shoot them by myself. Yeah, I would hire a second shooter, but then I would collect all the content and try to edit it all myself. Huge recipe for disaster. Right. And if you want to lead yourself into disappointment, rely only on yourself to do literally everything that you have to do. You can't swab the deck and navigate and open the sails and, you know, worry about plugging the leaks and expect yourself to cross the ocean by yourself. It's not going to happen. So you really do need to find and, and uh, develop a process for yourself for vetting 
the team of collaborators that you need around you. And note that I said collaborators, right? It can be subcontractors. It can be other people who are in similar positions to you. Um, it can be other business owners even. So if you're a business owner, maybe find other businesses that are tangential to what you're doing. It can be trusted advisors. Everyone should have a go-to accountant, a go-to lawyer that you trust. Um, and trust me, I hate lawyers. I'm a lawyer who hates lawyers because uh, they're terrible to deal with for the most part. No offense to any of you who are listening out there, but if you take offense, you're probably part of the problem. So, um, so I would say, you know, you really need a group of trusted advisors that you feel comfortable with, that you trust, that speak your language, um, and, and, you know, cherish them and treat them well, because they, they also, you know, they're running their own businesses, of course. They have, you know, they got to put food on the table. They have their own problems, treat each other as human beings and, and well. And so that's, that's part of it. Those are all things that I've learned on my own journey that I try to impart onto other clients, but also having a very varied set of side hustles, hobbies, other projects that I'm working on helps to make me a better practitioner. I mean, even teaching has really amplified my ability to take complex legal concepts and explain them to clients in a better way. So putting your reps in, just doing the work, right? It's like going to the gym. You, you go to the gym your first day there, you feel really embarrassed, you look pretty silly, you might end up on someone's Instagram, so watch out for cameras so you don't want to go viral as being the guy who's eating the pizza while you're doing the, the reps or whatever, right? But, uh, or, or the, the woman who's, you know, doing uh, something similar to that, right? Who's taking pictures of herself or something, I don't know, or who's doing the reps wrong. Um, but you want to make sure that you're showing up every day, nonetheless, breaking down that barrier, getting past that apprehension so that you can get to the good stuff. You, you, you're not going to show up at anything and be great on the first day. No one does. I mean, Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, Cristiano Ronaldo, all those guys to this day practice and put in rep after rep after rep. Why should you be any different, right? And that's, that's the way it goes. And, and even if you look at creatives in different areas, whether it's filmmaking, painting, sculpting, music, whatever your interests are, they all put in the time. They all put in the time. No one, no, get over this, you know, born genius uh, concept. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It really is just a fallacy um, that's become worsened probably by our Instagram heavy culture, right? So put in the reps, put in the time, find the people that can help you get to the process that might get you to those goals that you're looking for. And then also be be kind to yourself, right? Again, you got to learn to manage and deal with haters and failure and uh, doubters. And all of that has happened to me as well. You know, you talk about um, wearing many hats and how they're all kind of cohesive. That was intentional from, from day one. But I'll tell you, going back to 2018, when I was working for a relatively stuffy conservative uh, firm, um, and I came up with the idea that, that I wanted to do a podcast. Originally, I was talking to the firm about doing it for them, self-made mm -hmm. strategies, uh, which by the way, check it out. If you're listening to this self-made strategies.com self-made strategies on Instagram or three words, self-made strategies, wherever you get your podcasts, it's everywhere. Um, it's a great show. It's there's 145 episodes with different entrepreneurs talking about a variety of different subjects. Uh, which has also, again, helped to make me more well-rounded, right? Um, and so when, when that first came together and I wanted to do this show, the firm was very, you know, we're lawyers. Why would we do a, firm, a show about entrepreneurship? And, you know, that doesn't make any sense. And all this concern about, you know, what's going to be talked about on the show and whether or not that'll cause liability issues. Totally ridiculous, right? It was a great yeah. marketing opportunity. Um, and look, you know, that one worked out and I was right about that one. I'm not right about every, everything I come up with either. Right. <laughs> no. So, but, but you know, it's, it's part of the process. You've got to put irons in the fire because those things take time to develop. So, you know, that's another thing is just take shots at stuff, you know, feel free looking a little foolish. I'm not saying lead with your chin. Right. But, do the time, put in the research, look for what you're passionate about, 
then learn how to turn that into something that others might be interested in, whether it's a podcast, a blog, or something like that, and develop that, put in the time to develop the content and, and put in the work. You know, I could totally relate to the idea of building the adaptive muscle memory where things are more of a response than they are a reaction. And I'm sure yeah. you can do, you know, I love the, the spin that you have though, with really having an eye out for the content and the brand. It's not just about the content of contracts that you're drafting, which I'm sure you have a wonderful eye for that as well, but really keeping an eye on the continued evolution of the businesses that you're working with and things being so heavily content driven these days. You know, to have somebody like you who's helping on the, you know, the legal side of things, the intellectual property side of things, and then bleeding that over into potentially the creative side of things, right. that's a ridiculous force to be reckoned with. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. It's still, uh, you know, it's an ongoing thing. It's, it's a process. Again, it, again, it's like getting up and working out or doing anything else that you do habitually. You get up, you drag yourself out of bed to go to work you know, you can get up and drag yourself out of bed to type out on a, on the keyboard, on the computer, something creative for 30 minutes a day or whatever it is that you want to work towards or pick something up. That's just fun. That might lead to something else. You never know. Yeah. I saw some of your pictures out there from the self-made strategies, Instagram, and a bunch of it was about managing your time and self-care menu and, and all that. And all so important for actually getting a lot of these types of initiatives, especially when you're an entrepreneur to where you're looking, you know, to really get them a good. And I like the sentiment too, of, you know, keep an, keep the end in mind, but really do focus on the journey and the process and the collaborators and the teams and the entourage who are going to help you get there. I love it. We're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back with Tony Lopez, managing partner at Lopez Law, host and producer of the Self-Made Strategies podcast. Stay with us. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with Tony Lopez, lawyer, podcaster, producer, filmmaker. He does it all. Great stuff from Tony in the last segment. A little bit of the method behind the madness. Nothing is an overnight success. Not born with hero status. A lot of times this is a very conditioned type of process, building that adaptive muscle memory to get all of your ventures into the right spot. But the idea did come up of 
really starting even before you're ready. Get out there and do it and not be afraid to fall on your face, which is definitely a good segue into the madness part of our show here. So, you know, Tony, we talk here just about stories from the field, the artistic observational views that you have out there. No subject to taboo. Obviously, don't want you to compromise client confidentiality, man, in your position. But uh, you, you talked a little bit since you're an adjunct professor. I grew up in a in a house with a with a teacher who's now retired and always said that I didn't really want to be a teacher. But, you, you know, you talked a little bit about really getting out there and and teaching as as a way and doing the podcast as a way to actually you know strengthen a lot of your skills and getting out there and and you know really building your brand and your world so you know talk to us a little bit about some of the some of the war stories that you have out there with us a little bit of the madness yeah um I think, uh, well, what area do you want to talk about madness in? We can talk about my own madness or we can talk (laughs) about other people's madness. Um, I think, well, I guess I'll I'll, I'll segue with my own first to start. So, So again, just kind of segueing from the last segment. When I started the podcast, there were a lot of looks of, you know, what are you doing? Just focus on the law. Just stay in your lane. Just try to be good at the one thing, right? And I think that's a really popular misconception in our Western-focused, you know, left-brain-oriented culture. And I think when you look at the successful people out there who do great things, and look, everyone defines success differently, but I think that one commonality is that those successful people do dabble in a lot of different things. And that's true historically, that's true in today's age. And I think more and more that's becoming actually a necessity in the direction that our culture, our global culture really is headed, right? Because of that, because we're globalizing so rapidly. So I think, you know, method to the madness is uh, looking at that, you got to have a lot of irons in the fire. I I think that's a key to success, but you have to do it effectively. And doing it effectively is the, is the hard part, right? It is, it, it is hard to manage a lot of spinning plates. I'm not going to lie. So uh, being involved in production work has really helped to polish that for me because that is what production work is. Any film, any show that you love, any, any production at all, even a podcast, even a live you know, uh, streamed content show like this one, takes a lot of work, takes a lot of different um, uh, areas of, of things that have to come together for it to be successful, right? So uh, lots of different disciplines that you need to develop. You're not going to be an, an expert or a pro at everything. But I, I often say to people, you know, you have all these other hobbies, certainly. You have this other life outside of work, which, by the way, segues into a great show I'm watching called Severance, recommended mm-hmm. by... Michael Leary, check that show out if you haven't. It's pretty awesome. Um, maybe Ben Stiller is listening, and, and you know he'll appreciate the plug and, and come back and, and uh, hire us. Um, <laughs> so, so the thing is, you have these two lives, right? And and what you 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 don't cook, or you don't you know uh, participate in martial arts, or go to the gym and work out, or maybe some people like to bike, or whatever it is, right? Get outdoors, hiking, whatever it is. You may not be an expert at those things, but you can still, you're not a world-class athlete, but you can still enjoy them and do them at a relatively high level for an amateur, right? This is completely the same, the same exact concept. So what you need to do though, is you need to get in there. You need to start before you are ready, before you, you have to develop the reps by doing it, right? Now you can do some research, you can listen to audiobooks or YouTube videos or content of whatever nature you like to learn those skills a little bit beforehand, before you go diving in, maybe do a little bit of research on the tools that you may or may not need, right? But you can get there. You got to do the reps. You got to put in the time. You got to Kool-Aid guy through the wall and just get it going, right? You got to pull the, rip the bandaid off and just go. So I think that was for me was was a really important lesson throughout my career looking back was you just had to say look i I get that you don't get it but that doesn't mean that i don't see something here and that i'm not going to pursue it and it's on my free time you know work me is not being affected by it in any way shape or form 
if you can't wrap your head around it, that's your problem, not mine. And I need to move on and just kind of grow and go with what I'm doing. So I, I think that's one thing. The other thing is method to the madness is the irons in the fire. One of the things that, that I've learned, and, and this is true for business development, for myself and for clients, this is true for the development of any project, right? Including the podcast. This is a common sort of denominator across anything that you do is you need to get those irons in the fire early because they're not going to instantly turn from lead into gold, right? That's Absolutely. not how alchemy works from a, a business perspective, right? Or anything. So you need to get a bunch of irons into that fire. And when you're doing it in the beginning, people are going to look at you like you're crazy. And they're going to say, why are you doing all these things? Or why are you getting involved in podcasting or whatever? Haters are going to hate. Let them drink their haterade. Let them go to the, you know, <laughs> and, and pound their fists on the table. That's good. If you're a villain in someone's story, then, hey, you must be doing something right. That's that at the end of the day, that's the way that it works. So you got to get those irons in the fire because they're going to take nine to 12 months on average to turn alchemically into something else. So that's, that's one of the things that I learned. It was hard though, facing, you know, criticism, facing, you know, uh, career uncertainty because of it, you know, kind of your boss hating on you because you're doing a podcast or whatever. And the, the funny thing was it led to a lot of really great business opportunities, which yep. also benefited the firm that I was at, but yep. they just couldn't wrap their old school mentality brains around it. And it was, it was a struggle. It was, it was very much of a, a conflict that I had to deal with on a regular basis. And that quite frankly, they had to deal with, obviously it was bothering them in many ways. So but you have to find a way to kind of, you know, like water flow through your own path and get to where you're trying to get by developing what you're working on. So, so I, I think from a war stories and a, a things learned, you know, perspective that those are the two biggest tips and, and sort of overall stories I can say. You're definitely in good company as far as the going outside the box and, and starting to do podcasting and then having an organization you're affiliated with look at it with a hairy eyeball being like, why is he doing this? Right, but right. the fact of the matter was it was not only getting some good voice out there and amplifying messages of folks I was working with, it was leading to business opportunities. So I could totally relate to that discussion. You know, shifting gears for a second, a lot of times I'll get asked about best marketing practices, and I'm sure you do too with some of your clients. And you know, especially these days, I default to the idea of just getting your voice out there. And you know, as far as the the college cast type of mission that you have, you know, empower student voices, helping folks create, develop, and produce their own their own shows, their own entertainment, their own media types of businesses. Like you said, it's it's almost like a necessity these days, and everyone's starting to realize it. You know, talk to us a little bit about some of the the travels that you've had with that. Both if if you've worked with clients, you know, you know, even the today is a good day as well. But also some of the students who are first getting their feet wet and might not have necessarily a large breadth of professional experience yet. Yeah, um, uh, lots of great stuff to talk about there, and I, I'll I'll leave names out to protect the innocent, but I'll just tell kind of general stories. Sure. So um, certainly some growing pains related to content production. And one of those things is, uh, and, and this, this goes to, into filmmaking, this goes to doing stuff on spec, working on commercial projects, this goes into podcasts. It, it's, it's in this kind of creative world. In the beginning, when you say, we're going to do this amazing thing, everyone wants to be a part of it, right? Yes. Oh yeah, all right, we're gonna do a podcast, let's do it and all those things. When you get into the trenches and you hit your first plateau and whether that's on a downstroke or an upstroke, it does not matter, you will plateau. In everything that you do, you plateau, right? So when you hit that first plateau, which is really the first sort of tough trudging through the mud kind of aspect of anything that you do really, if you think about it, that's when the weak quickly fall off. So yep. you, will, you will trim the fat very quickly there. Um, unfortunately, that's usually somewhat deep into the project and it's when the project needs the most energy and leadership to continue to um, climb you know, over this, this hurdle. Uh, so that, that's usually the biggest difficulty I think in any project is 
getting it past that first plateau. And then there are more plateaus after that. And hopefully the team of collaborators that you have involved in any project are then strong enough and and battle hardened, so to speak, enough to continue to work towards uh, whatever your goals or objectives are. So with CollegeCast, we've certainly experienced that with with some college students, you know, really gung-ho in the beginning, ready for anything. And then the second, the slightest thing pops up, uh, they lose they lose their nerve a little bit and and fall off the radar. Um, those things happen. So and, and we've talked about this. You and I also talked about this previously. You know, where doing a podcast, especially a weekly show, yes. you have these hurdles where you may not have a guest. All of a sudden, last minute, your guest bails. What do you do? And you got to scramble. And a lot of people will give up under those circumstances. So hats off to you for continuing to, you know, pick up a rifle and keep, keep on trekking, uh, <laughs> even if you're alone. Um, and, and that's tough. That's really, really brutally difficult. Uh, I, I would say if you're developing something, maybe uh, a, little, a little bit more pre-pro in the beginning, we talked about this. I, I had a weekly show, not live, but distributed weekly. And so... Uh, editing for that sometimes up till three, four o'clock in the morning, literally the night before the show had the self-made strategies episode was due to launch. And I would be editing, you know, for two hours in the darkness up in my home office. And then, you know, I I got every single one. I never missed one until I finally decided to to take a break after 145. Um, But that was also, that was also a tough experience was, keeping that rhythm and then going, ah, you know, I can't keep this up forever. When should I take the break? And and I better do it while I still have control of making that decision. So um, those are are some things that you need to learn and you can kind of prevent, but by planning appropriately. All discussions I can relate to very, very intimately. It's definitely a lot of work to do something like this on a weekly basis. And, you know, I know you said yours isn't live, but still doing the production work for it on a weekly basis is, is something that does take some time and some planning. You know, moving forward, I know you're looking at uh, Self-Made Strategies 2.0. Before we cut to break here, you know, give give us a little bit on what you think that's going to look like. Well, um, I guess I'll leave that open to uh, to having to tune in when we do it, but it'll probably release in the fall, which is what we're looking at and probably going to be my target target goal. Um, it's going to be more season-based and we're going to add some elements to the show to hopefully make it more interesting and drag some uh, viewership over to our YouTube channel, which we're trying to develop as well, some more visual content. Um, and the same type of story-based entrepreneurial content but with some added elements for entertainment value, hopefully. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to seeing that. We're gonna take a quick we're gonna take a quick break, but we'll be right back with Tony Lopez, managing partner of Lopez Law and host producer of Self Made Strategies Podcast. Stay with us, everybody. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Calling all pet lovers... Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with Tony Lopez, lawyer, filmmaker, producer, podcaster, again, man of many, many talents, but all linking back to a central theme of being a great counselor and advocate on behalf of entrepreneurs and their business ventures. Love what you've been talking about here today, Tony, not only with the folks that you work with, but just as far as your own travels and how things have evolved for you over time. It's great stuff to hear. And notice, everybody, how we've barely talked about law this whole time. That's that's a tough thing to do with a lawyer on the show, but yeah, anyway. like I said, it's not a. I guess it's a, a, a fallout from uh, being a podcaster as well. The podcast, by the way, self made strategies. Very little law on it, if any at all, in 145 episodes. It's all about the different guests that have been on the show and stuff like that. And um, so, yeah, I don't talk about the law often unless you're a prospective client or a client who's in need of something very specific. And even then quite frankly, you know, you might catch a, ten, a tangent or two because uh, <laughs> I tend to uh, I tend to get interested in a lot of different things, as you can tell. So, yes. And your sentiment is well shared and uh, look forward to chatting with you many more times to come and having you on the Thanks. air again, because I don't think we'll ever get to all of it. But, you know, bring it, bringing things home here in the message portion, the whole idea, Tony, from Weekend Insight to Monday Impact, we like to give people a couple of sound bites to remember over the weekend as they're enjoying their cocktails and their release from work. Mine is, by the way, Over the Hill Softball, ages 18 to 81. So that's usually what I'm what you can find me doing on Sundays. And, you know, I'm, I'm the 12th round pick out of 13 rounds. And again, never something never so much fun if I had in my life been doing it for five years, but awesome. you know, kind of pursuant to some of the things you were talking about. Lots of messages that you've dropped on everybody here today. The idea of start before you're ready is one that I, I like a lot. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. A lot of folks out there who are looking to become entrepreneurs, though, you do you should make sure that you have the right type of counsel around you, the right collaborators. And Tony Lopez is definitely one of those types of folks. The idea of giving back to other individuals with an entrepreneurial mindset and spirit, you know, having a giving mentality, a service mentality all great stuff you have in some of your content around the show strive for progress not perfection you know that's a big one that i've struggled with along the way and you know yeah. the ability to deal with failure and fall on your face like all all, all great things that some some of the best lessons are learned that way but enough well, of me if you, if you fail enough not to cut you off which i have many many times you learn to have to deal with it right exactly so, so uh yeah callous up you know get your failure callous warm and ready so that you can you can get some good stuff going yeah you know, do things that make you smile. Others' opinions do not define your reality. I saw all kinds of awesome messages out there that were related to the self-made strategies podcast. But you know, lay, lay it on us. You know, both from you as a small, medium-sized business owner yourself, and for the folks that you you counsel and advocate on behalf of. You know, what are some good sound bites that we could leave with everybody over the weekend to so that they really make sure that they take action Monday morning? start this weekend. I mean, whatever it is, uh, last weekend was Memorial Day weekend. That'll kind of put a, put a stamp on if you're listening to this after the fact. Um, and last weekend, I've been toying with this idea for a pilot script uh, for a series that I'm planning. And again, it, it may not even go anywhere. It may not, but you may be watching it on Netflix in two or three years. And we can point back to this episode and say, hey, had I not written it over Memorial Day weekend, it wouldn't happen, right? So I got out, I think, about uh, 25-ish pages or so over Memorial Day weekend. Awesome. And as of, as of last night, I'm at 39 on the pilot. And, um, you know, my wife is the only one who's laid eyes on the script. Uh, she's a, she's a, a good constructive critic. That, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, tough critic. Yeah, she keeps me in my lane. So uh, uh, love her, and she's she's fantastic, and and really appreciate uh, the better half that I, I'm lucky enough to uh, to live with. But uh, it's at, it's at 39 pages, and and I'm looking to to execute to finish it one way or the other. And again, it's not perfect. The first draft never is. Uh, you can go on Instagram or wherever you want and read plenty of quotes from different screenwriters. Jordan Peele, for example, has some great quotes about how many versions of scripts that he's won awards for took you know and that that there were moments where he thought it would never get made the the film he was working on and so know that you got to put in the reps and you got to get started and the longer you wait the worse it is so just get started this weekend and even if it's 10 minutes or five minutes or two minutes 
or one minute, even if it's junk, just do something. Just do something rather than sitting on the couch waiting for something to happen. It's not going to happen. So you got to get up. You got to do the work yourself. Uh, and look, it's not easy. And, and I am far from perfect. And, and so, you know, you get up and you, you pedal until you can't pedal anymore, whatever amount of time that is. And then however long it takes you to overcome procrastination for the next time to do it is fine. Don't beat yourself up. Just get back on the bicycle and start pedaling again. And that's it. That's really just the key. Ultimately, the success is starting. You can't get anywhere without starting. So start this weekend. Stop waiting around. Stop making excuses. Uh, just wherever you can, whenever you can, carve out five minutes, even if it's to just start compiling some research. But the other thing I will say is do not, going back to what you were saying about not striving for perfection, focusing on the process, don't get stuck in business planning or research for whatever you're trying to do. Do or do not. There is no try, right? <laughs> Star Wars. Yes. So do that. Just start getting to work. It's going to be crap. In the beginning, it's going to be crap. You're going to think you have the best idea since sliced bread, and trust me, it isn't. But if you start working on it, you might be able to get there. So start working on it. Absolutely. Sam Leibowitz, the executive producer of talkradio.myc, said in the very beginning, said the hardest part of doing anything like this is doing the first one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's a great quote. And it's the same as, you know, the hardest is your first million or the hardest is the first one, as you said. Right. That's it. You just got to start doing it. Trust me. Go back. Self-made strategies. Episode one is still on our website. They're all there. It was a great episode from actually not bad from a content perspective, but you'll you'll notice that the equipment wasn't that great that we were using. You know, there were some humps and, and certainly things that I had to learn and motions that I had to go through as a show host. And mm -hmm. even if you listen to the, the show in different chunks and different periods, there were different elements to the show and things changed and we pivoted and we made it shorter towards the end of the pandemic and we changed things. We added video and we started doing different formats. You do what you need to do to continue to get there to your point. And I'll tell you what, right now the show is really doing great, which is really interesting because I've taken a break since October of uh, 2021, right? Yep. We're doing fantastic. As a matter of fact, France out of, came out of nowhere. And for some reason, I'm really popular in France. And now <laughs> nice. the, the French downloads and listens have actually surpassed U.S. downloads and listens. So really interesting that when I've kind of taken my foot off the gas to coast, the show, because there's so much content out there and so much material out there, is actually developing sort of a second life and a new audience. So uh, really excited to get back to it and to, to get back to work on that. But yeah, just start this weekend. Get it going. That's that's awesome to hear and very encouraging as you know, there may be similar roads traveled with all of that. But yeah, I, I, can't, I couldn't agree more with everything that you're saying. You can't just wait for it for, to come to you. You got to start you know, building that adaptive muscle memory, getting the reps in. Tony, love love the sentiments you've shared here today. I can't thank you enough for, for joining me. Before we let you go, though, we are going to revisit my answers to the, the questions that I asked you. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? And in true fashion, I ask a lawyer a couple questions and I get 47 answers, which especially with, <laughs> especially with my questions, I actually like that. And correct me if I'm wrong, you used to do something similar with yours, first, last, best, worst, the way that you would wrap up your shows. Did you not? That's correct. Yeah, we did that for a while. Um, for us, it didn't work out that much. But, you know, uh, I always found it really interesting uh, hearing that stuff from the guests. So oh, I always liked a little bit of the personal spin to it. So you threw a whole bunch of characters at me. You know, Barry from the new show, Barry to name one, okay. Tyrion Lannister you threw out there from Game of Thrones. But the two that you kept coming back to very strongly first was Teddy KGB from Rounders, which I, yeah. I thought was interesting. The Russian mobster that faces off against the law student. So maybe a little bit of analogy there. And yeah. then you talked a little bit about 
Entourage and Ari Gold specifically, big shot Hollywood agent, everyone's favorite fictional Hollywood agent. And it, it just I just look at you and all the different things that you're involved with, everything from your law firm to production companies to you know to being an adjunct professor and doing the podcast. And you have a different entourage around you at all times, it seems like, for, for all the different projects you have. You can't do it as a soloist. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, that's exactly right. And yeah, Ari Gold, I mean, that, that pretty much sums up, you know, a guy who really cares about his clients, who will go above and beyond for his clients. But you probably don't want to push them into the red. And people who know me well will tell you <laughs> that the explosion can be pretty bad if you get there, too. So, um, yeah, I, I, I empathize with that character for very various reasons that obviously kind of are in line with the way that I like to run my business and my practice as well. And as far as the music goes, you, you gave me a bunch of answers there as well. You said piano with Elton John. You said guitar yep. with Dave Grohl. You said ukulele with Jake Shima Bakuru, who I listened right. to some of his tunes, and he's awesome, by the way. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really amazing. You also spoke to me about the Portuguese fado guitar and music, which is something that I just became aware of. Before we, before we close out the show here, give us real quick on, on what that is. So uh, a fado guitar is a 12-string guitar, but it's in sort of a six-stringed layout. The guitar strings are in pairs. It produces a very unique uh, sound that's primarily only heard in fado, which is uh, a Portuguese folkloric um, music. Uh, I'm Portuguese. Uh, and so uh, it's a lovely sound. I love it. I play fado a lot when I'm working, sometimes in the background. It's, it's a combination of sort of melancholic very emotional music but uh in terms of the singing but also very instrumental and and has a very particular sound so if you've never heard it check it out i think it's a really interesting and enlightening thing to uh to experience awesome lopez law llc lopez with an s tony lopez l-o-p-e-s uh lopez law llc.com uh self-made strategies.com collegecastpodcast.com as well you're, you're all over the place, social media. You got, you got some great stuff out there. Tony, thank you once again for joining me. Really love having you here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Stephen. It was great. Coming up next week, I'm going to talk to one of my buddies from the franchise world. Is it going to be somebody from IT consulting? Could it be T-shirt printing, restaurant hospitality, leisure? Who knows? In order to find out, join me next Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time, right here on talkradio.myc right after Tommy Dion Philanthropy and Focus. Hope you guys got some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. 
In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7 Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Empower. 